You're listening to the Blender Institute Animation Foundation Cloud Studio Podcast. <laughs> brought to you. Brought to you. <laughs> brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you suffering from a self-inflicted identity crisis? Choose a washing machine on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Ah. Yeah. That was pretty good, yeah. Joining us today is Francesco City. Hello. Andy Garotti. Hello. Sibir Stuvel. Hello. Paul Vasquez. Hello. And I'm Yalti Anderson. Here's yours, Francesco! Actually, oh! I decided to change my name. Oh no! <laughs> Damn it! Miguel Eduardo! <laughs> well, well, welcome back to another episode or uh, the very first uh, brand new episode of the Blender Animation Studio. Episode 52. Yeah, episode 52. Like, what are the other 51 episodes all about? We are really reinventing ourselves here. And uh, it's uh, probably a lot of things stay the same, but at the same time, we, we try to change. And we haven't done a podcast in a while. We wanted to do one just before the release of Agent 327, which is what this uh, podcast would be mostly about. But then things were quite busy. And I remember like talking to the guys and saying like, ah, we should do it because, you know, after that, everything will be different. And in fact, like here we are actually recording this podcast in 360 degrees and, you know, talking about making a feature film and stuff like that. So things are already different. And I thought it would have been fun to capture just that moment before. Otherwise, we just move on. And, um, you know, if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a chariot. No, it's not a chariot. Ah, it's the Italian. It's a wheelbarrow. Yes. 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 That's the Italian saying. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Well, and, um, well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Who, don't who know. are you again? <laughs> like the, the podcast, we wanted to do it on Friday, the same day, last Friday, actually one week, exactly one week ago was yeah. the premiere at the Tuschinski, one, yeah. one of the nicest, if not the nicest cinema in Amsterdam. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we plan on doing it that day. It didn't work. <laughs> but but the the big day actually for outsiders was Monday when we published it online. Yes. How many? How how, how did it go? Uh, fairly well. I would say yeah, it went well. fairly well. Actually, yeah. I think uh, we could uh, you know like in this uh, in this episode, I think it's nice to just tell the whole story. So even just uh, what happened, like how was the actual premiere? Like yeah. how did we, you know, what happened in the last couple of weeks in general oh, before before we got yeah. there? Uh, the suffering, you mean? Yeah. That and led then, to the great the gratification, which okay. that then led to the YouTube comments. Yeah. It's like an arc that starts from low, goes up, and then it goes low again. <laughs> and then we but Francesco, the premiere of what? <laughs> 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 of uh, Agent 327, the secret at uh, <laughs> uh, Operation Barbershop. Operation Barbershop. Yeah. Op- we have a thing with names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't stick with them. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think, of course, the interesting part is how we wrap the project up, but the the weeks before have been quite intense because uh, we were mostly working on, you know, getting there to as close as 100% as we possibly could, which involved lots of uh, uh, work on on the render wrangling and on the polishing of the images for making the final film. So and reanimating shots and fixing intersections. Some of that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. So yeah, like in case someone is wondering what happens at the end of the film, you know. Panic, a lot of panic. (laughs) They're like, okay, all the shots are animated, all the shots are rendered, the movie's packed and ready to go. Turns out, 
Well, it was sort of like that. It was just noisy and and a lot of imperfections. So, but we, yeah. if we had to, like, if we had a gun on our <laughs> head, <laughs> didn't we? And, did right? And yeah, a which we did. Yeah, actually, it was, <laughs> was a Nerf gun. Um, we could have released a crappier version of the movie, like noisy and stuff. But you, we could. Yeah. yeah. Thing there is were, that you want to make it nice. There, there was always a version of the film. I think that's uh, what I liked so much about this one is that we always had a render for everything. Mm. We just could have made it better. And yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've done it in the past, I think. La Amigos, we had a version that it was ready to release, but it didn't have like Coro getting damaged or like those secondary things yeah, that, that, that. But we had a version ish. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Render Street and stuff, we but could it's render it. So good to be able to just go in there, see everything, and then, then just make decisions based on that. Like, okay, what can we really improve and how can we knock this out of the park? Make yeah. it really awesome. Yeah, yeah if, if you had only like one day, you know, and then uh, that's also nice because we had some render tweaks or we had some noise issues that needed to be fixed and you could really, some. You could well. really <laughs> <laughs> prioritize, like in some cases it was really like really needed attention. And then you know, okay, in the context of the film, once everything is rendered, is this sequence more important? Is this one shot of 20 frames that is really noisy in this corner going to even be seen? And in fact, you know, I was finding myself many times reviewing renders coming through the farm. You really have all the time in the world to look at each single frame. You're like, okay, with this frame, next frame, next frame. You're like, wow, so much noise. Like if somebody would be frame by frame in this movie, they would find noise in some places. But then, you know, like, this shot is like the camera is panning. You see this for like three frames. Yeah, we could just spend one hour to fix it, but you know, maybe it's more important to fix something else. And so then you take those decisions. And at the same time, while we were fixing things, Chalti was also keeping himself busy <laughs> because <laughs> when you frame by frame this stuff or during the color grading too, <laughs> you know, the guys are also looking at frames. Like, hmm, what does this hand do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was definitely one shot in particular where the there's a lot of grabbing going on. And uh, I had totally forgotten that when, when I was animating one of the shots where Boris kind of grabs the agent and flings him around up to a wall and they start punching each other, uh, I had animated just about everything, but I had skipped like properly animating him grabbing the suit. So the actual grab itself, uh, I couldn't do it with the rig in the current state. And I couldn't figure out a way of doing it in that moment. And I needed to just move on and go to the next shot. So I figured, well, we're going to figure something out later on. This is relatively early in like early stages of animation. Because there was also, there weren't enough controls for it to, to yeah. animate that uh, exactly. jacket properly. Yeah. It just there weren't enough controls for that particular area. Um, you know, the, what, what do you call it? The lapel? lapel. Yeah. yeah. The lapel itself was kind of stitched together in a certain way with the rest of the jacket. So it was kind of flush with it. And I wanted him to grab in between with the fingers. Yeah. And I couldn't, and they have these big ass sausage fingers with these big ass hands and they just couldn't get them in between. Um, uh, anyway, I just kind of skipped the entire thing and I figured, okay, future Hjalti will have to worry about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I will figure it out. One, And I, I think I wrote a note down and then it got lost in an ocean of notes. And yeah, all if these only we had software to have notes. Yeah, and then later on, to <laughs> weeks later, I adapted tasks. to attract, but at that point, my ocean of notes had kind of gone away from me. Like it was literally an ocean of notes. It was like yeah. a little sea of papers on your desk. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I not remember you made a pass for yourself and you went through a, a track because I, at some point there were all these notes from you yep. in, in my lighting 
uh, notes. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. But that was yeah, later on. Too. It was like for the late last minute fixes. And I was like, okay, Kjalti, right. whatever you write, write it all caps. <laughs> yeah. I was told specifically to write all caps, but it made me feel bad because when you're, when you're like tired and you're working on lighting and you think this is done and then all of a sudden you see this asshole. Please fix this intersection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please re-render. So I tried to write everything in caps, but have it be funny. So it's like, you can only read this as a loud voice right now, so please fix this. <laughs> or OMG, you got to fix this. Um, in any case, I saw this thing last minute where I just realized that the like everything has been rendered and it looks beautiful, but his hand is just not grabbing onto the thing and it's just intersecting constantly. So I tried my best. I made shape keys. Those did not work at all. Uh, you might think that would work, but really just with the way the rig was made, uh, just kind of... It, it seemed to work when you're in the rig file itself and you kind of get it in the right place, roughly. And then you go into the animation file. And just because of the way things were deformed, it would go always in the in a weird direction or would flatten out or not be responsive. So uh, I ended up just cheating it as much as I could just from that camera angle. And there are intersections there. You will see it, but it's, it's like, it's, it's not the intersections that you would expect back then it's it's a it's more forgiving so it's not a hundred percent but it's more forgiving and uh um yeah i stayed here one late late night trying trying to border render all these different shots and then francesco had to like take them and put them in thanks for that buddy yeah it was actually the night of your birthday oh no that was my birthday yeah Yeah. that was my evening (laughs) yeah i spent and it was if it weren't for andy's computer uh my computer was so slow uh, at the, I think at maybe eight o'clock, I calculated that it would take me until six in the morning with my own computer to to border uh-huh. render the rest of it. And I figured, okay, let's try Andy's computer. My computer was just sitting there. It was, was just sitting there. I, I wasn't sure if you were rendering something or whatnot. I was and being lazy and I was at home. Yeah, there was nothing open <laughs> in it. So I was like, he, 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 uh, try your computer. And all of a sudden I, I got done before midnight. 54 so. cores, man. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's epic. It's so epic. 55. Yeah. Oh, baby. Uh, but that was my birthday. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Buddy. Oh, thank yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. We're going to do a birthday podcast, but we didn't. Yeah. That was also, yeah. yeah. So many yeah. things. But, you know, this is pretty much, this should give you a glimpse of uh, how the last days before uh, releasing a film are. Mm-hmm. It's just like this. And the days blend into each other. You don't know what day it is anymore because every day you have to do more fixes and more, you know, renders. It's just T minus something, something. Exactly. So then you know, okay, we're gonna get to this to this date. But it was also quite good because we had our pre premiere scheduled a few days before the online uh, premiere. So that allowed us really to to have this double deadline and to really try to get things done before before Monday. Yeah. Uh, because on Friday, we wanted to premiere this. And actually, we uh, did this in a cinema. And we wanted to have the highest uh, quality possible for a cinema projection, which meant making a DCP, a digital cinema package, which is a special way uh, of bundling uh, video so that then it can work and be streamed by a cinema projector is a is a standard in uh, in cinema projections worldwide, and uh, usually you want to test this with the cinema projector not five minutes before the projection but the day before, like it's just a you know standard. The cinema would tell you, okay, well you want to screen something, well come here with the DCP the day before we ingest it, so we acquire it, we put it in our storage, and then you can play it. So we had to be there the day before. So it was an extra <laughs> deadline before that. So we really needed to have the movie as good as possible by then. And uh, yeah, and somehow we managed. 
So in the afternoon uh, of uh, Thursday, I went with Sergei to the Potetushinsky, this uh, very beautiful uh, cinema in the center of Amsterdam. We did a test and then actually me and Sergey had our premiere, the pre-pre-pre-premiere <laughs> right. because they actually screened it. So like just to watch it to make sure that the sound is okay, that the video is okay. So I watched it also in the empty cinema. It was very cool. And uh, and then after that, of course, there was a whole a whole day afterwards to, you know, print a poster and get the final things ready, waiting for Tom to come back from the States because he was uh, uh, traveling and getting everything ready for the day. And then the day like the date arrived and we had to go there and it was quite good no like there was a uh, uh, martin uh, the martin lodewijk the original author of the of the film and then uh, friends and families and uh, and everyone and how did you guys uh, experience because for me it was the second time already how was it for you like and i had the lights on when i watched it the first time so how was it for you to see it the first time in the cinema like with the lights off and you know with the intro from town with the curtain opening very slowly <laughs> That was great. That was amazing, yeah, was especially fun. with, uh, you know, the, that cinema is so huge and so great that the, the chairs are super comfortable. You you have a lot of leg room and you're on the ground looking up to something that you've previously just seen really small on your uh, relatively <laughs> big <laughs> monitor. But, but still, it's a very, very awesome experience to see that. And especially yeah. with the sound, the, the sound in that cinema was just was just really great. Yeah. Yeah, Sander did a good job at making the 5.1 Dolby Surround thing yeah. uh, version of it. It's great. Yeah, and then just every every note hits you in the face <laughs> when the last when the last moment happens. Your just spine just starts tingling. It's uh, it's great, great. But yeah. leading up to that, I don't remember anything because after that there was so much stuff happening that you don't don't really like. You're standing there, you're sitting down, and you realize, oh, now it's the premiere. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I was just thinking about it. it's like another thing that is really fun is you know we've been into that cinema to watch other films yeah like you know mm -hmm. we've, I think the last animated film we watched there was Moana I think yeah and yeah. Uh, maybe yeah so you're just you're used to see that frame with other films in it that is not your own so actually seeing your own work there, it's uh, quite uh, quite cool. So, and I think that the people that were there also liked it, it was very nice. And then we went to a cafe and uh, and we were hanging out and then we had a crew dinner and that was also very cool. There aren't a lot of pictures of the event. Yeah. Actually most most of, like I think everything stayed quite private. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's an Looking awesome at you, Kjalti. video from, from you, right? Yeah, I um, at some point though, I think during during the screening and during like kind of the, the little speech afterwards and stuff where everybody got up and all that stuff. Uh, I have a video of that from my point of view, from my hips point of view, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did not review that at all. I haven't looked at it, so I'm not sure uh, if it's good or not. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe we uh, check out some of the footage and see if we can put something together. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah. But Sibren, you made a lot of photos, right? Yeah. Uh, I made a few photos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 17 that made the cut. Cool. Yeah. I made the cut. Everything well, else was censored. We're, we're talking yeah. about a professional photographer yeah, here. So those are 17 awesome pictures. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But it was, it was interesting too. It was my first premiere, my first, the first Blender movie I was part of the crew of. So yeah. it was pretty cool to stand there and be, yeah, really part of the, uh, of the crew. Cool. Also a bit weird because you, I, I'm not an artist. So I'm, 
Okay, Mr. Photographer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't the 3D artist on this project. And drummer, sorry. Uh, and drummer, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not really, I mean... Uh, don't same. kill me! Yeah. <laughs> the singer, though. The singer, yeah. the singer he's good. Yeah. Uh, mommy, 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 when I grow up, I want to be a drummer. Sorry, son, you can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, but yeah, it was... It was Nice. Awesome. Like it. Yeah. Let's do another one. No. No, <laughs> never again. Okay. What about you, Pablo? What? You've been yeah. quiet. You've been... Yeah, yeah. I, I yesterday had a, something like this, but I spoke for one and a half hours. So. Did <clears> you <throat> did you see my heart? I saw your heart. Thank you very much. <laughs> what are I, we talking about here? I, no, yeah, I, you did a live streaming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After... Um, after work, actually, I came back to the institute at 10 and started a live stream wow. um, for the Spanish audience. And Hola. it was quite fun. Yeah. So, uh, but I, yes, one and a half, here at least you can get other people talking, but <laughs> one and a half hour talking. Yeah. Wow. But it was fun. I showed some of the files and uh, awesome. it, was, it was quite interesting. And then Rihalti left a heart in the-, Dude, in the it was so funny. I, uh, I just, uh, late at night, I'm going to sleep, I'm in bed and I'm just going over my Facebook feed. And all of a sudden I see Pablo's face. And I'm like, what, what is this? Oh, the, he's doing the live streaming thing. I click it and it's just you being adorable, sp talking in Spanish. And every now and then I, I will be hearing like agent or three to seven or something, you know, yeah. like just a glimpse of words that I understand. Yeah, I forgot to translate it. Tres veintisiete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like three, what the three to yeah. seven. But yeah. the, I saw a little heart button. I was like, no way. And it I click hurt. it and I see my face pop up and then change into a heart. Yeah, And it was, that was adorable. You. <laughs> yeah, so for two minutes, I was like, <laughs> clicking the thing constantly just to see your face and see if yeah. you would come up with a reaction. Ah, but, thank you very much. Yeah, but you kept a poker face. It was very professional. So oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Can, so can. He sees hearts every time. No, of course. All the time. No, actually, well, I actually very know. Thank you very much. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I did this thing about the agent 327 just to see like what what um, the that part of the community um, like. Uh, mm. And they, yeah, they, they love it. The, the response yeah. was great. Um, everybody's super happy about it. They want to see a feature film. So, um, so yeah, Join I don't the know. Cloud. Join the <laughs> Actually, I, I, yeah, I did a bit of James, like I didn't mean, mean to do it, but it's like, hey, here's a file. But the way it's on the cloud. And then how do you do the slow-mo? Well, it's on the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't mean to, but yeah, actually everything is on the cloud. So, um, yeah, that's all another part of the premiere that actually, um, I don't know if, yeah, we were talking about the premiere. You asked me what 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 was what? I doing? Yeah, what did you yeah, think what of the premiere? What yeah. did I do for the premiere? Um, uh, nothing. I got a, a black shirt <laughs> and just ate a lot of food. <laughs> now, um, no, before that, there is this that other side of the premiere, which is making uh, all the PR stuff. And um, I mean, besides also rendering, like the week before we with Francesco, we went through the whole movie with a tract. And just try to render, 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 render everything. And then yeah. Border render and then masking. And then at the last minute, we found out that the beams at the end in the last scene Ooh, of the yeah, movie, a, yeah, yeah. The, the, so there is an elevator and there are beams there. And they didn't have a material. Well, they, they had a material, but it seems that at some point, one of the, the group, no groups, uh, failed to link. Mm. So Cycles or Blender, what it does, it just unplugs that. So then you have a material output now that is not plugged to anything. Ouch. So it's even worse than not having a material because not a, no material means gray, diffuse. Yeah. yeah. No output, that output empty means 
the void. Black <laughs> hole. Black. Black. So we were thinking, like, is it worth it? And how many shots? And you actually you see it in like eight shots or so. So you have mm. to re-render everything. But not the character because he's in the middle and the beams are on the side. So that was an ordeal by itself just to mm. border render the whole sequence. On so the we left split it. And the right. Yeah, yeah on yeah. the left and the right. But we split it with Andy and Francesco and we just, okay, you do this shot, I do this shot, and then we just. Yeah, border. Yeah, it's really something that it takes like a while to notice and we narrowed it down. Okay, like there are a couple of shots where you really need it, but then we're like, come on, we can be here like one evening, a few hours and just we did it. fix the, it. And then we just did it. it. It was like eight or so. And it's like, okay, should we do it? Okay, order pizza. We did order pizza. <laughs> and then we sit down, made the border render, send it to the local farm. Yeah. And in the end, it's like, yes, it's worth it. And I think it was worth it, it because worth you can it. see these yeah. very nice blue highlights with the, you know, uh, neck contrasted to the yellow lamps that yeah. are in front. So it's really nice coloring effect and you can really see it coming together in the final grade as well. So I think it was worth it. And it wasn't really a crazy, you know, amount of work. And it's just funny that we never noticed until the end because it's, you know, a low light uh, situation and there were so many other things going on. Yeah, I think we didn't notice until the color grade came in and the guy said, hey, if we boost this image, the the thing is still totally black. Yeah, actually, like we noticed, like I noticed maybe some days before when we were exporting the the edit in uh, TIFF with the the linear, the log uh, color space applied Mm -hmm. because that makes the images very, uh, with the the blacks very lifted. So it looks, everything looks uh, bright gray and you could totally see those pieces of the image completely black. And I was like, okay, we need to investigate this. And then lots of stuff happened. And then that came back and and then we fixed it. So that was uh, was, uh, funny. Um, Uh, That was great. Yeah, and indeed like after the premiere, there was like, you know, most of the work that Pablo, that you were doing was uh, uh, preparing for Monday, actually. Yeah, all the, well, bringing back the Asian 327 website, which it was linking to the cloud. Now it's its own thing with the, just just the video there and then a link to the cloud or blog and stuff. Um, so it was making that. Then <laughs> this identity problem we have. So <laughs> we had to change the blender.institute to blender.studio, which is the same website. It just changes the name, which is like happens here. Just change the name. And yeah, just putting the agent everywhere, cutting, making little images for uh, media, uh, social media stuff. And yeah, just so many things that you don't think about. Poster. The, I didn't, yeah. I gave it a try and then I gave it to Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, just, yeah, yeah, web stuff. I think the one big, like one uh, nice thing we did was to wait, not release the film on Monday morning. So we gave ourselves a weekend after the premiere so that actually the weekend could be used to, you know, final, final tweaks, really, if there was something important to do. And uh, and also, and one of these things was actually uh, the credits. Uh, hmm. yeah. yeah. So that was, that was something that we started working on. And then we had the whole Monday also to really wrap it up, upload it, test it, and make sure that we you know, our press release would be reaching all the outlets. We've been trying to organize this with a little bit more of advance compared to how we release, for example, Cosmos Laundromat. Because, you know, you work on a project for almost one year. You don't want to just put it online and be like, ta-da, it's here online. Actually, there is some some things that is good to do before the film goes online. But usually you get so busy that you only care about making the film look good. And um, so on Monday, mostly it was uh, uh, the credits and repackaging, re-encoding, doing the final super high quality encode for the film and uploading it. 
and uh, and you did a great thing with the credits. Uh, yeah, the, the one that you for, can see in the for in the, the film. for the DCP we had uh, static title cards and uh, it's, typos uh, and some typos <laughs> yeah, in yeah. there. And uh, then for for the the real premiere online for you guys, uh, we thought we should we wanted to have something a bit more dynamic with the music that fits and that kind of brings a bit uh, resemblance to the comics and shows you the heritage and everything. So uh, yeah, we decided to make this little um, uh, sequence with moving backgrounds and and stuff, just taking from the com comics. Yeah, that was so fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that was Andy. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. was it was also nice just at the right at the end where we have like the music's fading out, everything's going away, the text is going away, and we just have this one glimpse of Boris and the agent fighting each yeah. other. Yeah, as, as you yeah, know, I and, that, that and, and nice focus, and then it kind of goes away. Yeah, yeah, it's cool little homage. Yeah, which we actually did in three D for Annecy last yeah, year. So the right. hardcore followers will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really early versions of the rig and the characters and all Everything. that stuff. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Not PBR, not filmic. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> so that was a year of work, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a year we don't count of, 2014. So is there anything like, I'm not sure, is it, like, is it the right time to ask that? Because I'm curious, because is there anything like, what do you carry away from this project? What is the most interesting important lesson that you've learned from this more animators <laughs> i mean personal personally i need oh, oh, per oh, like yeah, what, what personal, personal lesson have you learned oh. from this francesco no lesson was learned we are gonna no. do it all over yeah. again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh snap um i don't know actually because personally i think you learn uh, i i learned a lot about um, like we were doing this project always thinking of okay if this works out we are gonna do this bigger no and in the past when we were doing previous previous project it was more we have to survive and deliver this project already doing that will be an achievement and this project was more about of course we can do this project but how would we do it when it's bigger and i found myself in many moments being like this thing that we are doing right now it wouldn't work if it was bigger. <laughs> and being aware of that at all times or most of the time was frustrating yeah. because they're like, oh, if we were doing the film now, it would be completely like, it would be so bad. <laughs> like, Future us will solve this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least it wouldn't be so bad because you know it's doable, but you'd be like, ah, I wish for this to be, you know, if this was better than when we make the film, it would be so much better. And so, you know, it's like a constellation of these little moments uh, and uh, especially from, you know, the pipeline point of view, but also just seeing how we work together as a team and how things could have could have worked, you know, with the different people coming on board when Colin joined, when Kjartan joined, uh, uh, when Bo was here, when the team got a little bit uh, bigger. It was, uh, those were the things that I was thinking about the most. So I don't think I have something that I can point to in particular, but I think the, the thing that I took away is like much more awareness of what the future a uh, big project would be done in this way, which I think was very, very valuable. Cool. Shelty. Oh, man, I thought <laughs> we were going clockwise. <laughs> I, I really was thinking about it while I was talking and I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank really. On a personal level, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I got pretty burned out at the end, um, like really burned out. And I had already kind of 
got a bit burned out after the whole Cosmos Laundromat and Glass Half and then immediately Lamigos and all that stuff. Um, and this was a little bit more like that, but it was even more because you have more responsibility. Because <laughs> you, you were a director too. It's yeah. not just animation that has to turn out right. Yeah, and then you're working on the layout and then you're working on the choreography and then you're working on this or that or whatever it is. And uh, you always feel like you're dropping balls all over the, <laughs> all over the place. You're just trying to, you know, kind of keep up. And uh, yeah, it's only going to be as good as how much you dilute yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spread yourself thin so I was spreading myself pretty thin at some points uh, really just weekends disappearing and evenings disappearing and then uh, you just kind of look back and it's like oh okay those months went by and I did nothing with my personal life at all <laughs> yeah. just advanced this project thing but uh, doesn't co-directing like try helps alleviate a little bit of yeah, that yeah I would say so like if definitely. Colin wasn't there you would have even yeah, it, it wouldn't have been as good, and I no, no, I would, I would have more work because all yeah, the layout, oh yeah, all definitely. The... I would have less sanity also <laughs> if yeah. Colin hadn't been here. Um, but yeah, definitely, and and you know, you you kind of it was great getting Colin here, um, and you can also kind of decide on you know because we're, we're many of us are wearing many hats, so you kind of figure out what are your strengths and weaknesses, and then you can kind of hook up with somebody that has strengths on other areas and you can still collaborate, but you know that uh, if they do the first pass or if they do like a, a second pass, it's going to be stronger for the end result. And at the end of it, uh, I was burning out on trying to catch up with all the animation and do all the animation tweaks. I saw there was no time for me left to, for example, think about the color grade. So that was mm-hmm. that ended up being totally delegated just to Colin. And just huge props to him and, and Sean, the guy that, that yeah. uh, worked with him on it. Uh, so there's a lot of those little things where just one person has to just dive into that area because the other one just ha- doesn't have time for it at all. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't, I didn't even make a single comment on the color grade because they were doing such a good job. I, I didn't want to mess up <laughs> what they were doing at all. What about you, Andy? Uh, ah. <laughs> I was actually um, I was actually thinking about this yesterday because I mean this year has been pretty intense yeah and uh, in in many ways like from from every project you do you learn different things uh, because you kind of learn to apply that kind of stuff for the next one and then do something different a little bit yeah so I think the, the there's probably two things that I've I've taken away from this. And uh, the the first is probably communication mm. and collaboration. There, like for you, in order in order to collaborate with other people, communi- communication is everything, and that what that is what brings a project to uh, like makes it shine or can bring it down. Yeah. And uh, then the other thing that's more personal, um, I didn't really notice the power that you have over a movie with lighting so much. I mean, you light everything and it looks like a thing. You can influence the mood and everything, of course. But uh, lighting for me, it became really uh, uh, like a, a, a sculpting medium for ex- for like, mm-hmm. Yeah, lighting is sculpting. I think that's, the, that's the, the artistic thing I take away from this because you define shapes and everything. You, you highlight characters, you, ta- you, you shift focus and that kind of stuff. And um, 
you uh, the, that's that's a pretty powerful tool. Yeah, I think that's that's a, the main thing I'd, I carry away from this. I never looked at lighting so much as with this one. Yeah. But, but this is also because of how you were doing lighting previously. Like on a technical level, you were relying on different techniques and also like using more compositing, for example. Or what is the what well, is the, the the process? The thing is that um, with uh, with this movie, we we had some pretty uh, pretty strong challenges. For example, the barbershop lighting is very very difficult because you have light coming in, in essentially from this one direction, which is the window. But we're also filming from that one direction, and that makes everything look flat. So mm. how do you get into making an interesting image just with that with that constraint? And uh, um, then light, making the lighting seems simple, even though we have at most probably 20 lights in one scene. Uh, that's the hardest thing ever. You, you have to make the lighting seem transparent and not be like, hey, there's someone lit this thing with lights. It's like, it just has to happen uh, naturally and organically. And that's, I think, that was the, the, the biggest challenge of this because with uh, Lamigos, it was a sun lamp and, and from, for most of the outdoor stuff, yeah. Of course, I'm simplifying it, but uh, for Cosmos Laundromat, we also had the, the famous two sun lamps. <laughs> and, uh, and, and this is the first really heavily interior-based movie that we, we did, I think. Yeah, like I think in, in, right. in, in, in cycles, at least. I yeah. mean, Tears of Steel was a big nightmare because everything was interior. And, and now everything is interior, but we still had to, we had to do it throughout the entire film. And still in Tears of Steel, of course, there was the dome, which was like a very big interior, but because of the, the mixture of live action and having like the possibility to comp a lot, it was a lot uh, mostly about trying to fake that feeling. This was on, it was really yeah. another level because it's really an interior. So yeah. with the cycles of back then, I don't know if you, how this movie would have even yeah, looked like. <laughs> Probably not like much, I and, guess. And with this, we used branch path tracing heavily for the first time. And we we saw it's uh, the good things and the bad things. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we had to deal with a lot of complicated uh, settings and stuff. So yeah, lighting equals sculpting. Good. It's mm -hmm. a good, uh, good lesson. Yeah. Pablo uh, hasn't said anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, exactly. Um, what did you learn? Did you learn uh, that I'm a, as a lighter, I'm a great web developer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. Notice that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not not really. Actually, uh, towards the end, I just I don't know. I was blinded. There were so many uh, people. On, and the, and directions you you can go with the lighting, and this this thing I have it. So I so I, I took care of lighting the first few shots. Mm -hmm. Not really, actually. There was some lighting set up there, so I had to copy it and make it work. Um, but yeah, I um, I don't know exactly. Somehow the movie ended, and then I don't really. Um, I think I will stop uh, doing three D for a while and focus on the. Blender 2.8 now. Um, mm. Well, I mean, that's real 3D. That counts as 3D. But uh, yeah, the, the artistic part maybe and just focus on like the tools and stuff uh, now that developers are here. And um, yeah, and blend and yeah, everything else, basically. It was, it was uh, quite interesting, uh, the kind of legacy that we have now regarding the lighting 
in uh, like both um, exterior and interior of the barbershop. Because really, if you think about it, it's in the beginning, the ideas that we had were in a particular kind of fashion. And then there were experiments with that, but then experiments that were a little bit more tangential to it. And then it kind of shifted throughout the course of the movie. So it would be interesting to see a little video where, you know, one of you guys or both of you guys have, mm, have yeah. like a bit of the legacy and just talk about how oh, yeah. this yeah. setup really changed the feeling of it or what was the what was the idea from one to another. Yeah, and we constantly struggled that. I mean, uh, I remember we had meetings about the, like how how does the, the outside feel because the outside informs the interior because the light is coming in from the outside. And, uh, but at the same time, that transition needs to work. So, uh, yeah, that, that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I, well, yeah, actually that, that is maybe one thing that I, I kind of learned and put in practice in the, in the first shot, um, when it's just trying that first everything was very orange. Like for some reason there was a, a, a test that was done like last year yeah. and it was, everything was very orange and we stick with that for so long. And then at some point we had to, um, to like rethink it or like, because it was literally bad. Yeah. Um, so then trying to rethink and just trying to, 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 to see, okay, what's the important part of this shot is the agent. We need to focus on the agent, but also you want like a nice Amsterdam. So play with, with, uh, complementary colors. Um, for that, just start blue and then go orange as a typical one or go pink or like something completely different. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's, that's something then for other shots was very, very, uh, complicated. It was really, I don't know. I struggled <laughs> with, with lighting of some other shots. I think that my favorites, my, maybe the first shot. Yeah. It was beautiful with, uh, with the math painting and, and all the different buildings. It yeah. It took a while. Actually, I just went, uh, to, uh, rooftop here of an, in a hotel here in Amsterdam. It's yeah. called the Amrath Hotel. Went to the rooftop and took some pictures and then stitched them. That is a very fancy hotel. It's a five-star hotel yeah. here in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. There was an Instagram meeting. <laughs> wow. And uh, I went there with the, with the Instagram group. Yeah. And they, they take you places to take pictures, you know. And wow. then uh, one of the places was the Amrath Hotel. So it yes, awesome. happened. It was perfect for the, yeah. for like, everything is at a distance where it would make sense in Amsterdam. Because we wanted to have this, this matte painting of a part of Amsterdam, which is like the, the Jordan or that area that is very old, but in, you end up like the church, the main church that is there in the matte painting is the Wesserkirk. Yeah. If you take a picture from there, it's like next to you. Mm. So it can't be a matte painting that is too far away because like you need to have some distance for that building to yeah. look. Like it, it's far away. It needs to be Amsterdam, but it needs to be abstract enough that you don't really see where you are. Like yeah, you like have, far away Amsterdam. And yeah. that, that was a bit tricky. So um, actually that that place was great. It's nearby the center station. So everything is still the old part of the city, but it's a bit more far away. So yeah. it's, it's quite gorgeous. I bike there every day past yeah. the yeah, building. Yeah, the that's building. the, it's, it's very Amsterdam Sechol, the, yeah. the, this yeah. style. Yeah. And the interior is awesome. Yeah, I'd love to go in there sometimes, take some HRIs. Oh, uh, maybe you cool. can go and ask. They're pretty cool, actually. We'd be nice. relaxed. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, there was, um, what is the rapper's name? The guy with the, the thrift shop? Macklemore? Macklemore, yeah. And he did he did uh, Downtown. And then there was another song that he did, which was like 
Get Down on the Dance Floor or something. I don't remember. But in any case, the the video of it, the music video, it starts with kind of this dolly move, camera move towards that building. So really? they, yeah, so they came, or at least the director or whoever, second unit maybe, came here to Amsterdam and and shot that specific building outside. And I just wow. had immediately had the gut feeling, Amsterdam, you know? Yeah. And of course it's supposed to be happening somewhere else, but uh, but they chose that building specifically. So it's quite beautiful. Nice. That was also the, one of the biggest challenge with, challenges with this movie because Ton was always saying, make it Dutch, make it Amsterdam. Like, <laughs> yeah. what what is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, uh, that's what people, like people really go on YouTube and say, the it feels like Amsterdam, it looks like Amsterdam. Yeah. It feels Dutch. Yeah. So uh, that I'm I'm so happy that worked. That's that's yeah. a great achievement. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so impressed by like because a part of the production I was actually the, the most of the production I was in the back in the cave with Sergey uh, programming away at stuff. So I didn't really see the day-to-day artistic work that was being done in this area. Yeah. Um, and then at the weekly, I heard that Hjartan had spend days resizing the bricks of the secret lair <laughs> yeah. because yeah. they were not Dutch enough. Yeah. There's, yeah. Wow. That happens. The, the constant, yeah, that's a, that's a topic with Tondo because yeah. we actually, I, I just forced Ton to go uh, to a building and measure the bricks, like take yeah. a, take a little thing. And then he just went there, took the measurement. And then I went back to, to Kjartan and with that measurement and we checked it. And the bricks were the same size, yet Ton was insisting that the <laughs> bricks were not looking Dutch enough. <laughs> so we just ended up making them slightly smaller and then he was happy with it. Wow. Isn't yeah. it interesting though? It's it because it becomes his perception of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's arguing for it. Totally. But, but you're not talking about the same thing anymore, you know. Uh, that's that's also one of the biggest things from this project. The perception yeah. and interpretation of things is so like, it depends really on the person. Who are you talking to? Yeah. But, because in a way we were making a, a, a vision from from Ton's perspective of the Asian 327 world, because yeah. that's how he, he, he connects to it because he read it in his childhood. It's also really interesting because with a feature film, you're going to have a director and you have to, uh, transfer the director's vision into something. It's going to clash in an interesting and fun way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, communication. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's the yeah. key. Yeah. yeah, we. I think we talked about it. We had a mini postmortem, and yeah. we we talked about one of the things that is very um, like important to do when you have any kind of a conflict come up, where it is, you, it's two different viewpoints on a particular thing is to have that thing in front of you so you can talk about it and point to it. Because sometimes yeah. what is happening is you you're, you think you're talking about the same thing, but you're not quite. And it's not until you see it together that yeah. you understand and that. And then you remember something wrong. And yeah. Exactly. If someone says, oh, but it was like this. No, no, I remember it exactly. But yeah. you never actually see it. <laughs> so it's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I actually wanted to keep asking Sibram because you said, uh, well, you were working uh, more on the software and on the pipeline mm-hmm. side, and then you were seeing indeed this, uh, you know, artistic struggle going on for many, many months. But yeah. uh, even then, like, how was the experience for you? What did you take away from it? Oh, I, I love it. I mean, it's uh, it's so cool to see uh, everybody working on the same movie and to see it on a day by day basis rather than every other weekly, like I did with uh, uh, Lamigos and 
Cosmos Laundromat. Like to be here really every day and see it going on. It's uh, it's very interesting. And helping with like the uh, selection uh, add-on, the selection. Yeah, selection add-ons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. Those yeah. things and really. Flamenco. You uh, had to flamenco. like you you had to get so many bugs from me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I press this button, but then nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. And, uh, like, this is also what I expected working here to be. That yeah. you you add something to Blender or you fix a bug somewhere, you, you, and then immediately you guys use it and are happy with it, <laughs> or, or not. not, or not, and then <laughs> I fix it until you guys are happy. And to have that direct impact on on the happiness of your colleagues, that is so gratifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Very supportive. And and also I um for a flamenco part I did in a language I didn't really know. I mm. never really made a proper project with uh, Go. Uh, it's a compiled uh, language that gives you certain certainties because it's compiled that you don't get with Python. A lot of stuff we do is in Python. So it was really an experiment and a, and a bit of risk to start using something that new, at least for, for me personally. Yeah, I'm kind of maybe misremembering. Is that from, was that from Google? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's really made for server-side stuff. So yeah. that's why I also used it for the Flamenco Manager. Cool. And I really like it. I yeah. really like how it's turned out. And now also a few months later, um, how easy it is to fix certain things or to add something to it and then redeploy. Uh, yeah, it helps a lot. Nice. And actually, this is one of the things that we've been, uh, well, we can maybe talk a bit uh, later about it, but big development happened in Flamenco and all our yeah. Blender Cloud infrastructure. And we've been mentioning this like hundreds of times in all the episodes of the postcard and half of the, half of the time you couldn't be there because you were actually working on it but uh, that's like one of the big uh, you know next to the big blender improvements uh, especially flamenco these past weeks really when you started wrapping it up and really getting into something that can be used as outside of the studio like seeing that yeah. come together for me has been really exciting so i'm really looking forward for the next you know couple of weeks where we hopefully are able to roll this out for everyone yeah. and that will be like one of the biggest outcomes of this uh, of this project like something completely new that wasn't there before that then will become available and i'm very happy because it's you know from the past project this was an evolution we really spent time thinking about it and rethinking it and doing it again and now it's at the stage where it can be shared with people and uh, it's uh, quite unique so yeah. yeah i think that was a very good thing that came out of this project um this is flamenco you mean yeah yeah like flamenco and attract all our the this part of the pipeline i think we really started to understand how to do this and, and the first uh, one to be shared will be flamenco flamenco yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a beta or like um yeah, uh, there's currently a closed beta going on uh, with one tester. <laughs> Very limited beta, yeah. yeah. Like a super exclusive premium <laughs> unstable beta. Yeah. Um, and the past two weeks I've been working on getting a permission system in there so that it's not a binary, you can either not use it or you can access everything um, from everybody or everywhere. <laughs> Basically you're an admin or you yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think first we have to do a closed beta with a handful of people yeah. that all can then run their own little, uh, or big, I don't know, whatever they want, uh, render farm and hook it up with the Blender Cloud. So, nice. Yeah. Cool. I, and I think it's, it's pretty close. 
Cool. Yeah. Like next week, week after, something like that. Speaking of stuff coming up, um, we have uh, a segue. Yeah, they went around and he's gone. Uh, the uh, we got the poster, so I made this kind of hands poster, him in a chair thing, and the one and, that hopefully everyone has seen by now. Yeah, but yeah. kind of sick off. But Andy did made it look pretty, pretty much. I made it gorgeous as it is right now. Uh, Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, but I also did two others, and you've been making them pretty. They're and they're kind of these extra the alternative done, yeah. alternate posters yeah and that's kind of coming up later maybe next week or something yeah yeah mm. i'm 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 rendering the second one right now yeah. i've done the first one and uh, i'll just need to do some touch-ups on it awesome yeah and then on top of that uh, we started sharing some of the open content that was produced during the during the film namely andy has been uploading half of the film assets and shots and uh characters on the cloud and they are out there, so that's uh, yeah, that's really great. If yeah. you if you can think of something, just uh, well, we can also just pack it up. But but for now, the the shot files. Um, at first, I thought let's just share a couple because they they are huge. Yeah. If you just uh, pack them, each and every single one of them is like nine hundred megs max. So. It's a bit. We have to make choices what we can upload because then people are going to complain. Oh, they're so big! I can't download everything. So, but eventually we we can also uh, just put the whole repository. Yeah, we we right. are thinking of a way to share the whole thing. But I think right now we have a pretty good selection of yeah. a lot of stuff, and the main assets, especially the reusable ones and the the main workflows, are covered. Yeah. All the characters are there. Yeah, the props are there. Yeah. So how big would the repository repository be if somebody wanted to get all of it? I think right now it's about 60 gigs. No, it's probably? less. Well, less, without yeah. the caches, I think it's more like 20. Yeah, without okay. the caches. That, that, that's the problem. We have to make a decision whether we want to ship the caches with it yeah. or not. Yeah. Because the caches are kind of big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but that's uh, you know we are gonna we are gonna work on it in the in the future, and it was already quite satisfying to just be like, okay, the movie's done, and everything is already packed and is out there for everyone, and uh, that's uh, kind of unprecedented because even for uh, uh, Cosmos Laundromat, it uh, it took a while before we were able to okay bundle everything, compress it, make the DVDs and yeah. stuff, and this time it was much more organized. And then you have to make sure that the uh, oh. Shelty is wearing his uniform. <laughs> my, my blender uniform, yes. <laughs> nice. Um, mm. And then we have to make sure, of course, that all, like the people open the files and they don't just see like 10 editors open with images or something weird where, where you don't understand what it is. Yeah. And so confusion. that takes some time to, com to prepare. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, indeed, some uh, walkthroughs and explanations. And that's uh, what uh, Pablo was mentioning earlier earlier on uh, about uh, the streaming he was doing, which is uh, yesterday, Pablo, you recorded uh, an explanation of how the CD shot is set up. And that's... Uh, that's oh, really yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different thing. That's uh, Yeah, yesterday I did a tutorial as well for the cloud yeah. uh, where it's like a 20 minute. I opened the shot. I show a little bit of the, the legacy of the... Of the shot and which everything is on the cloud. Actually, I was like, okay, I need to review this. We have on our server, we have our weekly folder where we just go through the stuff. But actually, you can just search it on the cloud. So I just went to the cloud, got uh, wrote the number 
of the shot, the name of the shot, which is 0101 underscore B. <laughs> and Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's for, yeah, 01 for the sequence, 01 for the scene. Yeah. B is the second uh, take that was was used. And yeah, there I can see, I can follow the, the, the progress and I open the file, go around it and then I disable all of the lighting so it's completely pitch dark and then I Ooh. go one by one uh, enabling like That's fog so cool. and the lighting and yeah. uh, it's actually quite fun yeah. and I even like how to fight some of the noise what, what we did with Sergey for example yeah. um, so it's uh, very interesting That's really cool I think Yeah cool. Yeah more of this content will uh, come in the future yeah. so Yeah if you have seen it please leave a comment and let us know if you liked it or not uh, yeah. Uh, it was fun to do, you know. Yeah, with those kind of scenes, it's so fun to see the lighting setup be dissected by only showing this light and then talking about it and then only showing that one, talking about it. And then let's see both of them together. All right. See, now, so now we're talking. It's like uh, watching a chef making something, you know. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But a chef that can go back in time and show the individual ingredients and how they make... Oh, no. okay. <laughs> okay, stop there. <laughs> all right, all right, it's a great right. analogy, but... <laughs> kind of fell apart. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, at this point, I would like to talk uh, about how, uh, you know, the release. So it was Monday, 6 p.m. Uh, uh, Amsterdam time. And uh, the the thing went uh, went live. Our what, barbershop, which, we, we published the, the barbershop. Because we also did another, we, we had the brilliant idea of also doing a live stream while we pressed the public publish button. And that mm-hmm. was, I think, overall good. Like, well, you know, there are always little technical yeah, glitches, but it was stuff. so nice to hang out with the people. They were, you know, a lot of supporters and cloud subscribers waiting with us. And we at least thought, okay, let's, you know, start the streaming a bit before. And then we, you know, whatever happens, we have a bit of buffer. And I think overall it went fine because we published, Actually. we planned to release the thing at six. And I think at five past six or something like that, five, 10 minutes later, the video was actually I live. I think even before, we were actually waiting. Remember, it's only 58 and you were in your uh, yeah, computer. I was sitting next to Pablo with the tweet. I mean, like, okay, I have the tweet. It's ready. We just need to press publish. And it was like two minutes ahead. And it was like, we've never been so much ahead. What do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> we have to wait. What do we do this extra time? Learn yeah, because normally you're, you're just late. So you have to type it and publish it and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had Vimeo, Facebook, YouTube, and also yeah. the website the agent327.com was pointing to the live stream. So we had to change the website as well to point to the actual video. And, yeah, and so tweet pressing about a live button is a little bit of a simplification. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not like point, one switch. Yeah. Yeah, like I, a bunch. I remember when we did it for Cosmos, I think. Uh, well, for Caminandas too, but it was just like, okay, on YouTube, just go click, publish, okay, done. Yeah. Everybody tweets and stuff like that. This was much more organized. Mm. And on top of that, of course, we had like a, a number of uh, uh, websites that were standing by waiting for us to publish it so that then they could uh, break the news as well, which then I think helped quite a bit to get the momentum going in the communication and spreading the word that the, the film was out. And um, so you could say that's something you learned for this project, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Actually, I think maybe we learned it from the previous projects because <laughs> like in the days after we were looking at the stats to see how the film was doing and you could really see that the, the, the reception of the film was much wider compared to other films that we did before. And that was mostly because of that. And I think when we did Cosmos Laundromat, uh, uh, especially, which, you know, had a great critical review, as you would say, like, you know, critics really <laughs> loved it. Like people really appreciate the artistic value. Of course, you know, people can complain about suicidal ships and whatever, but, you know, it has been so much appreciated. 
when we were in LA for SIGGRAPH and that's when the film went out, we got so many compliments and people approaching us from animation studios, just saying how, how they liked it. Um, but yeah, it was just, we just published it and that was it. So yeah, it, it, it was really, really didn't, it didn't go viral. Yeah, it was really limited. And, you know, maybe it was the content, the format, the way the film was, is not, you know, a three minute high end packed, uh, action packed clip, yeah. but still I think it could have done much better, but we were literally until the last minute wrapping this up and launching it uh, while we were doing something else. Yeah. So that was, um, uh, I think, yeah, indeed a, a lesson learned, but, uh, you know, I'm mentioning all this because I wanted to get to the point of, okay, we published it and then, you know, the reaction started oh, to no. come. <laughs> by that you mean YouTube comments yeah, yeah. so we, they're their own thing yeah exactly no, but that's like it was fun because uh, we got so many positive comments so like I, I want to really thank everybody who you know took the time to just write a line let me say, check how many I'm gonna check how and, many and yeah. sh even share the film so many people have shared it right now yeah, yeah. yeah. just it's like crazy. thank you for taking the time to give us you know nice words the thing that I liked the most, it was that, you know, some comments, they were like, okay, great work. Or like, when is the movie coming out? Yeah. <laughs> and those, those were also nice because of course, you know, it means people are engaged, but people actually took the time to write sentences. Yeah. You know, a sentence yeah. saying what they liked about the film and everybody liked a different thing or like everybody had their own angle. And that was so nice. I hadn't seen it in a long time. And uh, that, that was very good. I, I was really happy to see that. I will admit that well, I did read some of the YouTube comments and um, it's YouTube comments. So there's a certain amount of assholery that you would expect. Uh, the, I expected actually. Yeah, the ratio is incredibly yeah, positive, which yeah. I never expected. Yeah. And usually when I read a sentence uh, from a YouTube that comment- That is long, that is like- Yeah, that's kind of long. Yeah, it's always, it's always starting with positive and then I'm waiting for, however, and then <laughs> blah, 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 total shit, oh, everything sucks or whatever. <laughs> And I kept waiting for, I read a lot of them that were just like positive, 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 positive. Oh, geez, that's going to be a hard fall. Positive, <laughs> positive. And then it just kind of ended. And I'm like, what? That was, that was totally positive all the way through. That's, all right. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt too. And then of course, I mean, there are a few pearls that yeah, was they miss. were like. Haters going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nothing. It's really, I'm looking at the likes, 6,000 likes. Yeah. How many yeah. dislikes do you yeah. think? Like, it's like 38. 38. 30? 38. Yeah, 38. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're keeping That's, count. Yeah, yeah. You're not looking at the YouTube no, comments, no, no. but. I'm the only no, no. guy not looking at <laughs> the phone here. And uh, I don't know, how many bad comments do you find? Like five max? Yeah. Something like and that. there and is 462. Yeah, comments. until the second day, I remember I was counting them and it was like five, literally like five. They were like, not like, ah, oh, that's nice. However, but it was more like, well, it's not really good, guys. Like you should, yeah, you should yeah. like, you know. You should excel on all levels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is so funny when when you're like, yeah, I like the dancing, the lighting, the da 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 Like you count up a hundred different aspects of whatever it is. And then at the end you go, but that one prop you used, man, you suck. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta be good on every level. Yeah. Come no, on, but man. Also, of course, the evergreen. This is good as a technical demo. Yeah. But of uh, yeah, that's always the same. But that is like really getting getting away. Like you see, it's really really little. Like it is for Cosmos, away, for yeah. Cosmos is much well, was still much more. I yeah. think it was because of the novelty of actually having made such an extensive use of the particle system for doing animated grass and hair and Frank and Victor, like all with this wavy hair in the wind. 
people remembered, oh yeah, you know, they are doing the software. But here, I mean, the amount of R&D and software and stuff that has been happening was equivalent probably, but yeah. just more, you know, uh, just people yeah, yeah. probably got more involved in the film, which is a very good thing. So yeah. Yeah, it was it was good, yeah. That's pretty cool. So <coughs> we did a fight scene with actual blood in it. The others all- sort of. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, they get we, they we, get they get hurt, and there's they get like hurt, violence. Yeah. They get they get hurt. There's no drops of blood. Which exactly. Makes it yeah. Exactly. In Cosmos, we did like a, a bit of music, which we didn't do in any any other short. Oh, right? like um, yeah. Like there's actual yeah. music. There's a song in the, in yeah. the film. It's like it, sort and of it does feel like its own music video. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a music video. We did live action. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we did open G- an OpenGL movie, like Glass Half. Mm-hmm. We did a. Um, when I say live action, I mean yes, I wasn't involved, but yes. Yeah. Well, when I say we did, I wasn't involved, <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Yeah. Um, what's next? We did VR. Okay. And when I say we did, you did. <laughs> yeah. We also did llamas on ice. Yes. Yes. Funnily enough, that was a joke way back when, and then we ended up actually we doing did. it. We ended so. up actually. That's the whole idea of the, the, the film. Yeah. Oh. We did we want it? No, no. Like we, we started like that. It's like yeah. okay, llamas on ice. We we started with that premise. Yeah. yeah. Then, they so don't sing, but you know. So what next? Yeah. What's what's next? Well, feature film, which is also yeah. a first. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, musical. No, we never not. did a <laughs> musical. musical. I know yeah. a certain uh, someone here that will love musicals. Come on, Cosmos mm. is almost. They sing. They're sh- singing shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember. Okay, yeah, lyrics. The, actual lyrics. Actual lyrics. Yeah, yeah without yeah. being abducted by a tornado and yeah. strange <laughs> things happening to you. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, it's done already. I want, you know, like, you more of a real. Movie, like, yeah. I'm a llama. Yeah. Llama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. happy and, you know, like, the llamas fall in love oh, and you know everything nice. ends well and yeah happy music oh well, you guys are gonna the, hate it <laughs> yeah. they, they keep having to do exposition through the song but then also explain what what their emotion they're going through <laughs> even though we've already kind of seen it like you know he comes in i'm looking for a haircut <gasps> a haircut you say a haircut, <laughs> haircut. and then two minutes later it's like a haircut uh-huh. <sighs> It'll be 350, sir. Here, take a seat. <laughs> Why? Why? It, so but, good. So good. Yeah. Does he also respond with, is it usually this quiet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did all the extras come from? <laughs> the, the dancers. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think Pablo was also asking uh, just, you know, maybe before delving into feature films, if you had, you know, any passion projects or any other, you know, little things that, you know, in this one year when you were forgetting about, your friends and your personal life and uh, things like that. You're exactly. Like, ah, there is this one little thing that I would like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, un- unless unless Mathieu uh, used to be a suicidal sheep, I don't think any of the movies are like, this is a personal story to me. This is like my personal, you know, the, if you think about it, the to seven, it's like, a, it's an IP. It's not, it didn't come from somebody here as like, a, oh, I was raped at a barbershop or whatever. You know, it's not a, it's not a or whatever. I don't know. It's like a horrific thing that happened to you and you need to get you, it you out there. You could have said you had a bad haircut. Okay. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but okay, yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I'm trying to picture now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. The, I mean, coming on this, it's, it's fun and it comes from your like experience with llamas, but it's not, it's not really like you are the llama and you feel like an, you know, it's- well, Wait, 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 wait. Or is it? <laughs> is it a metaphor for your life? 
Uh, no. Wow. No, <laughs> that changes no. everything. Yeah, the way I look no, at No, I, I don't need identity. That's what you mean. I don't identify myself as coral. Yeah. I think coral is its own living, you know, entity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, at some point, I mean, you might, yeah, there might be a, I don't know, cameo. It can be uh, like a, a something else. A yeah. little, yeah, something everybody hates, you know, like a little If he ever mosquito. meets a little boy, can it be little Pablito? <laughs> <laughs> tiny little Pablo in his childhood. How tiny though, because Cora is small. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, no, I mean, no, it's not so small. It's like one, it's 160, like 160 Pablito. something. Oh, So Pablito the, the, is uh, like yeah. six yeah, years old maybe? Like six, yeah. Year, yeah. seven or so maybe. He, he needs to know his, yeah. his, his way around at least. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe there, there, yeah, maybe there could be. Yeah. That could be yeah. cute. No, so so what what's your point? Like, I, I, I are, are you making a movie about yourself? <laughs> oh yeah, it's about an orphan that uh, fights crimes uh, over the weekends. No. Uh, Nobody's ever done that. Right? <laughs> no. No. They, they usually do that full time, actually. Um, oh, man, I can't <laughs> devote that amount of time. Really, I, I have yeah. shit to animate. Uh, yeah, 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 that's true. Well, yeah. you know. well, I mean, what about you guys? Is there anything in particular that you're thinking about? Well, I would love to make a, a video clip for my band with oh, the Institute. Like yeah. to have an actual good looking real video clip instead of the uh-huh. stuff we do is just stuffing a Oh, GoPro. come on. Oh, you're Shooting <laughs> yourself with a GoPro, getting hit in the face is pretty epic for a music video. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's fun though, walking around Amsterdam with a GoPro on your head, asking random women if they want to slap you in the face. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it it's was true. amazingly difficult to get slapped in the face. It, 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 I saw that music video nice. and I couldn't stop thinking like, okay, if if this had been like a real rock and roll asshole, a group of assholes, you know, <laughs> yeah. you would have said something that would inspire the thing to come naturally. You know, you would you would be like, hey, and like pinching her, you know, ass or whatever. But you could see that just before the cut, you had asked them politely, you know, hey, like, would, would you mind, you know? <laughs> one of the slaps is actually from a girl who, who was uncomfortable slapping one of us. Okay. But okay. she felt comfortable uh, slapping her boyfriend. So we put the GoPro on his head. <laughs> he was the receiver. Wow, oh, wow. no way. Wow. wow that, that she was saving wow. that. Yeah. Enjoyed so much. Yeah. Her boyfriend like wasn't even there listening to a conversation. He just comes out of the bathroom and there's a random guy putting a GoPro on his head. Why? What did I do? <laughs> okay, he wasn't recording again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me turn that on. Yeah. All right, there we go. <laughs> Ask him. <clears throat> so Andy, uh, did you have... Uh, I, I, had, I had little 3D? birds whispering in my ears that you may have a couple of ideas kind of building up in there. Maybe. Maybe. All right. All right. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe put that on a cliffhanger. I haven't directed a Blender film yet. Yeah. I am excited about seeing that. Dude, huh. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hype. Hype. Hashtag. Hype. Hype. No, no. Hashtag. Hype. Subdued <laughs> hype. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you captured it in one word. That's great. How do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would be great. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, for an audio podcast, you're remaining very silent <laughs> on the issue. It's a silent shrug. All right. All right. Fair enough. 
So uh, should we go on to any questions or anything like that? I um, is there like a buildup of questions happening? Well, there or? Uh, yeah, no, I'm checking. Like actually, there isn't like a lot of a uh, lot of discussions happening. Like mostly, uh, we were getting some uh, question when we talked about uh, um, <clears throat> the cloud and flamenco. And uh, if you want to learn more about that, you can go on the flamenco.io website. Mm-hmm. And there you can uh, read more about the status of the project and see what is happening and uh, get in touch with us. There are all the ways for uh, <laughs> other ways to get uh, to all the ways to get connected with us. And um, I, I mean, we're on time. Yeah, I think that from uh, from uh, we are going to post this again on the Blender Cloud website. So mm. if you have any uh, questions there, please let us know. Also, if you've uh, seen the film and uh, uh, if you want to ask us something about it, uh, please do. And then uh, I think we will be back maybe in a couple of weeks, like with uh, with another episode of the... Uh, maybe in a couple of yeah, weeks. <laughs> now, come on. We're, we're going gonna, to gonna keep it now by, by uh, weekly, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't have a movie going on now. Yeah. We could afford to. We have no excuses now. Exactly. No excuses. Yeah, yeah let's do it. And we, we are going to uh, like take the format in a little bit more thematic thing, right? Uh, yeah. Because that's something we've been asking ourselves since our um, yearly anniversary, our 50th anniversary. It's 52 today, so it's actually a full year. Yeah. I mean, we skipped so much. But but if we would have kept. If we would have. Yeah. yeah. But because we started with these ideas of, okay, now we review movies. And then what is your favorite Blender shortcut? And then what is. Yeah. That was nice. Maybe and we can bring that up back. Picture movie. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that was indeed something that we thought in the last episode was starting to drag down a bit and we want to make it more fresh and get one theme and discuss it. Yeah. And uh, we hope that this will make it uh, interesting yeah. and so, exciting again. And if people can think of a topic. Yeah. yeah. Bring, 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 back, bring yeah. the topic totally. on the comments below. Mm-hmm. Or on the side. Yeah. Or I don't know where you're watching this. Yeah. People comments below. calling out for uh, Andy for director and yeah. For president. Hashtag. For president, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, then I think uh, that is it for this uh, episode. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for following us. And uh, see you next time. Yeah. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Blender Institute Animation. I don't know what. Who are we? Cloud Studio Podcast. Brought to you by Blender Cloud. Do you have a loose grip on collected nouns? Join a ton of Blender heads on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.